Hi everyone, welcome to the Halloween episode of the Room 1068 podcast. My name is Emma and myself and my lovely co-host Martha are excited to give you some spooky movie recommendations, tell you some ghost stories, and answer some questions submitted by students. Here's Martha. My name is Martha. This is my fourth year at U of T, academic I'm in third year. Um, a fun fact about me, for this whole quarantine-like season, I became like a binge-watching queen. Anime has been my life, like Attack on Titan, um, Hunter x Hunter, Parasite, One Piece. I don't know why I started doing One Piece. It has over 900 episodes, but I hope I finish it before I graduate. Oh, that sounds really good. Have you been watching, they put all of like the Studio Ghibli movies on Netflix. I keep hearing about Studio Ghibli and people keep- You have to watch them. Like Spirited Away, I think that's one of them. Yeah, Spirited Away, I think, is one of my favorites, definitely. What's it about? Um, it's about this, like, girl. She um, is, like, moving with her parents and, like, they come across this, like, weird tunnel thing and it kind of, like, takes her into this other world, kind of. It's, like, really cool. You should definitely watch it. Sounds interesting, yeah. but- I don't know, yeah. I realized when it comes to shows, I either like horror or like really action-packed movies or shows, yeah. True, true. Do you have any good Halloween movie recommendations if you love horror? Oh my gosh. Um, the Hills Have Eyes, that is one movie. Is that old? Yes, it is old. But actually like, I, I swear by this movie. I think it was like two or three of them. I don't know, but it's just amazing. What about you? What would you recommend for Halloween movies? Okay, I feel like the classic is obviously like John Carpenter, like Halloween. Michael, Ooh. you know, like um, Halloween. You know, you've never seen Halloween. Wait, is that, that he wears the Michael Myers mask? I have not actually watched that. I was thinking of um, Freddy Krueger. Oh yeah, wait, yeah, that's a different one. That's where he wears like the hockey mask, right? Or no. Nightmare on Elm Street. That's the one. That is the one. And I have a short, and it's actually kind of a, it's, a, um, it's actually a problem to talk about it. Not a problem, it's problematic. I remember when I was younger, like six years old or something, maybe like five or four actually, um, there was this babysitter my brother and I used to go to. And one time she actually showed us Nightmare on Elm Street. And I remember being <laughs> traumatized. To go to sleep. Mom was like, she came and picked us up and she saw it. She's like, what happened? That was the last time we ever went to that babysitter. That was trauma. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like, yeah, there's some movies that you watch way too young mm-hmm. and it like freaks you. Like, okay, I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was, <laughs> like, I think I was, I was like surfing through channels late at night or something and I found it. It's so disgusting. I can't, I'd rather watch a ghost movie any any day of the week we're both exposed to this stuff at, at a young yeah. age <laughs> that really like reminds me i actually really really miss movie theaters because i like like i said i like horror but i'll never ever watch a horror movie by myself at home because why would i do that to myself no <laughs> it's, it's too freaky scary i don't know power to who anyone who can do that I don't know how, like, what's the thought process? And you need someone else's, like, arm to grab onto yes. and, like... <laughs> yes, I'm the type of person, I just, like, I will hold onto your hands so tight. I'm also, like, a screamer. No, like, every small thing, I will... Ah! 
it's you know it's yes it can be annoying if people do turn back and look at me because anything i'm screaming my head off but i'm paying money i may as well (laughs) oh man i don't know i miss movies a lot too how have you been doing with um all the new covid stuff Um, all the new restrictions i don't mind it per se because i'm like we need it you know I don't mind. Like, I just, sure, missing friends is definitely a big one. Doing all our class, my all my classes personally are all online. Mm-hmm. And I really realized that the university experience is about the friends and the community I have on campus. And sure, like, I can do, like, FaceTime or Zoom calls to my friends, play, like, Among Us. Yeah. <laughs> it's simply not the same as seeing them like physically and everything but mm-hmm. it is what it is i know it's really tough it's also like u of t can be pretty lonely and isolating a lot of the times um and so this is also just like adding on top of that you know and yeah it really just makes me also think of the first years mm-hmm. and how they must be handling that because usually orientation week i, I personally know it's for me, it was an amazing time. That's where I met my friend group till till this day, and I just wonder how first years have been dealing with that. You know, sure, like they don't know what they're missing out on. Quotation marks. They don't know, but you do know. You do not- know. I also just think that I don't know about you, but a lot of the friends that I've made, I actually made in class. Really? Um, yeah, and it's like that's so hard you really can't do it on zoom like what are you supposed to do talk to people before the prof gets there like hi do you want to be my friend in the chat box in the chat box i guess like people could set up group chats and stuff but like i guess it's it'd be definitely be tougher to make like really close friends but i think that there's other ways i think if i was in going into first year this year that i would try to join clubs you know I well, where would you find these clubs? Well, I know because the UTSU is supposed to have their fair, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that a lot of clubs are trying to do more outreach online, social media. Yeah. When you're saying sure you can join like clubs online. However, for me, I know it's hard for me to talk to people. Not talk to people, but yeah. Speak in public. And I can't imagine just joining a club, not like going to a meeting and just see my little icon there I'm like ah you know I can't see no. pieces physically I'll just be so scared to talk I know <laughs> are you ever in zoom class and like you see your face and you're like oh god <laughs> and you're like watching yourself talk <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie whenever I don't know if I should even admit this but I only ever have the screen like I, I always pin my video because I actually like you love looking at myself. <laughs> I love looking at myself in class like <laughs> I can't stand it I scroll so I on the top gallery view so that I don't have to see myself talk really yes no I pin myself I'm like oh Martha <laughs> good today there you are <laughs> that reminds me talking about making friends and seeing faces I'm thinking of doing, I think, my second year. This guy actually befriended. It was because, have you ever been to the Earthside building? Yeah. So basically, 
I got there late and tell me how I'm registered, but all the seats are taken up. So I was sitting on the steps and then there was another guy sitting on the steps with me. The prop was like, okay, now turn to your partner and like work on this together. He turns around and looks at me. I'm like, do you know what's happening? He said, no, do you? I said, nope. And we're friends to this day. I love you, Abba Fabo. <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. See, like that stuff, I like, it can't happen anymore. It's so sad. I can't. But that's one of the few friends I've ever made in class. It's amazing. I think it's such a beautiful thing when you befriend someone in first year and then you actually get to watch each other grow until fourth year, you know, and, and onwards. But it's actually mm-hmm. wild to think uni is only four or five or actually as many years as you're going to be here for like undergrad, especially. So it's only a small portion of our lives, but it seems like it has such a big impact on like our life trajectory. Yeah, like you do so much growing to me. Like I came in at like 17, you know, and I look back at my first year self and I'm like, oh, she knew nothing. Oh my gosh, you were 17 when you started? Yeah. And I... Late birthday? Late birthday. Aww. Yeah, I was just a little baby. Oh, that's you know? so cute. <laughs> how long do you think this thing is going to be here for hopefully we'll be back in person next year but you never know and also i kind of think that they're going to do a lot more online stuff you know even even if things are back to normal because i guess there's a lot of bugs to work out with the system but it might actually be make classes more accessible for people you know in what way having the option to do it online kind of you know so you don't have to move to toronto yeah yeah you're right about that especially for like international students you don't have to worry about finding housing and exuberant fees and everything yeah the time different the time zone issue is definitely massive i feel so bad for students that have become nocturnal for the year international kids have become nocturnal i have a friend from bangladesh she's 10 hours ahead and we do like um weekly every wednesday we have a call so that we can work together me her and like three of my other two of our other friends and i'll ask her hey what time is it for you she's like yeah it's 12 it's like midnight or it's 2 a.m i just like what because she has to like mesh her time to us and she yeah. still has meetings in our time so she's like yeah five um 5 p.m meeting for you well okay so five plus seven is 12 plus three that's 3 a.m for her i'm like what yeah it's just mind-boggling i really wish that we didn't have school for like a year that life actually like there was a pause button and everyone like didn't have to worry about class and work but because like look if we all take one year off and technically no one is behind <laughs> we're all <laughs> we're all at the same level as each other boom and then after the thing like blows over whenever that will be then we like resume and then life goes back to normal i wonder if things are totally going to go back to normal even yeah. after there's like a vaccine and stuff because i think that it kind of sticks with you you know I bet people are still going to wear masks. What used to be normal, someone standing beside you, like, on the bus, 
but now someone gets close to me, I'm like, uh, please back away. <laughs> you know, when you hear someone cough and all the heads turn. Oh my God. <laughs> That's actually the worst part of this. Because for me, when I cough or sneeze, I'm really like extra about it. I like to be loud. <laughs> but now I, I will hold that thing in. I will choke. Swallow it. Swallow it. I will choke before I let out the hot chew. <laughs> I remember the other day my friend sent me a video. It was people in the club. And literally the first thing I said was, ew. And she said, wow, Martha, you just said ill to that. And I was actually surprised because usually I would see like a club um, scene, people dancing. And I was, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. I want to go clubbing. Now I think I cannot imagine I ever let people get that close to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. The ramifications or ramification repercussions, whatever the word is, of this um, pandemic are definitely going to stick with us for a long time. COVID has also really shown like just how the world works and everything, how countries, because we are all experiencing this. Mm -hmm. So you really start feeling like thankful for lack of a better word mm -hmm. or, or you're living like you really see different privileges that you actually do have. That's a really great reminder. And I think it's a perfect place to end this first segment of the podcast. Up next, we are going to close out this Halloween episode with a scary story, which was kindly provided to us by the University of Toronto History Society Ghost Tours. So this one is set at UC. So in the 1800s, there were two stonemasons working on the main UC building, and one of them was Rezenkoff, who got the cafe on St. George Street named after him, and then the other one was Diablos, who also got a cafe named after him in the JCR. And Rezenkoff was kind of this big burly man with a mean looking face. And Diablos was this like handsome, sort of skinny guy. And Diablos was secretly having an affair with Rezenkoff's fiance. And the two planned to run off together with Rezenkoff's dowry and start a life together. But then Rezenkov actually discovered their plan and he was so mad that one day on the job, uh, Rezenkov confronted Diablos on the site armed with a massive axe and challenged him to a duel. So Diablos, knowing that he was no match for Rezenkov, um, ran and hid behind a pile of bricks and all he had on him was a short little dagger. So as he heard Rezenkoff heavy footsteps, Diablos lunged out in front of him and fatally struck Rezenkoff right in the chest. Then Diablos threw Rezenkoff's body off of the scaffold and he and Rezenkoff's fiance were never heard from again. Where's the site manager throughout this all? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering, too. It's like, are these guys, and are there no other construction guys there, too? Nearby. Or Maybe they're just, this is pre-cell phones. No one was filming it. No but World star. How is that even a ghost story? I don't know. <laughs> Unless, like, whoever, whichever one of them actually ended up dying. 
like this haunting you see. I can talk about my horror story. It's not really nothing to do with ghosts, but it certainly was freaky. I lived on residence for my first two years and I had the same room. I think this was during my this was during my first year on res. Um I remember one night I woke up to my ceiling, like it was making all these weird sounds and whatever. I was definitely freaked out. And then over the next few days, I saw like a bubble, like bubbles form on my seat. It was disgusting. It was, it was scary. I'm going to say it was scary. So I can go into the bubbles. Literally, I took pictures of it. It was bubbly and everything. Maybe it was from the bathtub upstairs or something? There was no bathtub upstairs for me. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Yeah. And like... Each night when I'd go to sleep, I'll just be so worried that like a bubble would pop and like plaster or something would fall and hit me. And then I remember these like this one time I walked into my room and half the like the plaster was falling off and everything. And I'm there like, what is going on? My moral of the story, my ceiling was possessed. <laughs> and <laughs> No, like, not really, but it was scary. It was so weird. That is super scary. That's weird. Maybe it was. Do you believe in ghosts, Martha? I do not. I feel like there's too many scary things. Like, like I can already see. I don't want to think about the realm of the supernatural. What about you? I think I'm skeptical, but I'm not, I'm not a complete non-believer, you know? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that there's a lot of weird, unexplained stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like, especially, you know, those times when you're home alone and you hear, like, things, like, kind of, not open, oh my gosh, no, but you hear weird sounds at home and you're thinking, oh my gosh, yes, this place is definitely possessed. (laughs) There's someone else living with me. Oh my God. Yeah, I have, like, a big lab and it's so creepy. Like, you'll be in bed and it's, like, two in the morning and you'll just hear her, like, barking at, like, nothing downstairs because oh. in the scary movies dogs always know i know like they'll just be looking at something rough 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 and oh my god there's nothing there and then the next day you end up dead <laughs> and then you're dragged from your bed by your feet <laughs> i hate oh my god don't even say that it just reminded me of horror movies right now <laughs> but i actually there was someone just asked a question on my um my facebook um, what's the best, worst, wildest course you've taken in arts and science, or which colleges tributes would win in a Hunger Games situation? Co- which colleges? Okay, I I'm at Vic, and I can tell you right now, Vic would not win. Really? Maybe. Okay, maybe maybe our love would help mm-hmm. us to gain like make alliances with other colleges, but we're not <laughs> we're not cutthroat. You know, like we have a vegan cafe, and we like to, you know sit on the quad and drink our coffees <laughs> there's um, no there's no killer edge in there i don't think maybe other vic students would disagree though i'm thinking because of trin i think we would um die no okay i think everyone would gang up on you i'm yes. just <laughs> I, yeah we would actually be killed immediately or not even that potentially trin kids would turn on each other because <laughs> there could only be one <laughs> What about, okay, I think that Woodsworth might actually have a fighting shot because don't a bunch of, like, the athletes go there because it's, like, close to the gym? Yeah, is it Woodsworth or is it New College that has all the athletes? 
All I know is if I was ever picked at tribute, I would not make it. I am not athletic. <laughs> like I can't even walk up a flight of stairs if I'm being out of breath. But I feel like I feel like you could hide. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be out there on the offense. But I, I would just, I would go up a tree and I would not come out. <laughs> and then you win just because someone's like, wait a minute, everyone is dead. And then you're like, wait, I'm still here. <laughs> exactly. That was a good question though. Thanks for submitting that. Thank you, Devin. And then the other one, what is our favorite place to eat downtown? Thank you, Miriam, for this question. Um, that's a hard question because I like food. And I can't really narrow down my favorite restaurant. I guess Paramount is one place because they have like something called like Manaish. It's I don't want to say it's like pizza because it's so disrespectful. So basically you have your pizza, I guess it is. And then you have your um, zatar. It's like your spices. Oh, nice. And then add cheese on top. It's the best thing ever. I love that place. What about you? Um, hold up. What would be another place? Ah, oh, pizza, YOLO. I love pizza. Pizza, pizza, yeah. <laughs> that place is good too. What about you? What would you say is your favorite place to eat downtown? I love Kenzo Ramen. That's really good. Or like Hogtown Vegan. That's good. And then I guess we also missed another one of Devin's questions. What's the wildest course or best course you've taken in arts and science? Hmm. I think that the best course I ever took was the Paul 359 with Prof Austin because uh, it was an ICM and um, international course module. And so I got to go to Georgia. It was so, so, so fun and do research there. Truly an awesome, amazing experience. What about you? Um, best, worst, wildest. That is, I want to say worst for one of my courses this semester, but I'm not going to out myself yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But let me just say this class does not have a syllabus. Um, mm-hmm. And apparently, not apparently, we lose 10 every minute that we don't so basically we have our deadline at noon and um after that for every minute that we don't submit it's 10 percent off what yeah. minute? not imagine, day that's crazy minute 10 minutes after imagine if you're like your laptop glitches you're done you got a zero but i'm not going to talk about that course <laughs> oh man yeah. um i think my best course would have to be Portuguese, so PRT 110, because um, my professora, so my professor, she's amazing. Like, I, I'm taking Portuguese again this semester, but um, last year, she would bring in, like, food for us, and she was just, she's just the sweetest person ever, Luciana Graça, she's amazing, so that is my best course, yeah. Thank you to everyone who submitted a question. We love answering them. Please continue to send in more questions at room1068podcast at gmail.com. Now I'm going to hand it over to Martha to close out our first episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in to our first episode. Emma and I truly appreciate it. We know these times are really rough and scary, but we still want to make sure people know that there is a community out there just take care of each other most importantly please take care of yourself during these times can be hard because so consumed with 
different news of things that are going on. But please, if you have a need be, disconnect. You come first, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, we hope to see you soon. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks. Bye, y'all.